Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's Hump Day. We're getting over the hump. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What is up, girls? What is up? Girls. Oh, don't even, y'all. By the way, before we get what? to the thing that we need to talk about, we are the the Lindstrom the of life women is. are deep into the facts of life season two. Which, uh, where are we at in season two? I gotta talk the to you girls, about something. The girls are now at, um... Eastland. Eastland, but they're like, we're seeing them in the cafeteria, right? Right, this is after they have to pay for the, uh, their ticket. They got arrested because they snuck into a bar while they were underage. And then Mrs. Garrett is like, uh, they can live in an attic here at the cafeteria and work for free to pay off the fine, etc. Little right? did they know that the punishment would lead to many years of laughter. It, who knew? Um, but last night, I watched the most... This is, by the way, not at all part of our plan. We're no, going to talk about Britney Spears. In just a second. But I have to talk to you about the, sh- the episode we watched last I night, hear, Bradley. You know, I have I've binged the entire series. I am, <sighs> I'm grateful to now have someone who cares as deeply as I do, or the once m- did. The anyway. middle of season two, there is an episode where Blair loses the seat for student council president to a newer gal on campus who hasn't made. She's rich. She's beautiful. She's kind. And she wins president. Mm. And then, Mm. do you remember what happens, Bradley? I'm trying to remember. Did she, oh gosh, it's got to be one of a few things. So she lost, um, she died by suicide. Oh, God, I did not remember. And it is a very <laughs> oh, special episode. I don't mean to laugh no, at the subject matter. Bradley, I'm laughing at the absurdity. Don't worry, because they were laughing at jokes throughout the entire show. Oh. It was so awkward. I will tell you, one of the benefits, and I'm sure this is actually probably great for you to have this moment with your kids or your daughter in this particular case, right? Like, you can say, see how things have... Because I'm sure, you know, your daughter's like, um, um, that's not what... Yeah, she's like, why are they laughing at that joke? I'm like, I don't know. But I mean, for you to say, like, this is... Look, yeah. back in when I was your age, like, we we dealt with... Like, the one thing is, right, they were dealing, dealing with serious topics on the regular. Yeah. But they were also... It's clear that as a community and a society we were much more comfortable being rude and crass to one another about those very serious issues like whether it's like weight or um race or Mm -hmm. i mean just all the issues that they deal with you're like 
my God, they're laughing about like heroin. It's terrible. And yeah. then add to that, you know, you don't get now these days, you would get like a trigger warning at the beginning. You would get some sort of and then a resource at the end, something yeah. that says if you are having these feelings, call this number, talk yeah. to this person. Here are the signs to look for in people you care about. Some of that is covered within the show. But oh, my gosh, it came out of nowhere. It was a. Very special episode. Like, I know what we should do. Let's teach Blair a lesson by having this person yes. die by suicide. It was... What? Right. <laughs> and then Joe is making jokes about a friend of hers who died by suicide. Early. I mean, it was Oy. just really, you guys, Oy. times have changed. Yeah, thank God. Times have changed. Okay, so that's what happened last night on Facts of Life. I'm happy to give you uh, daily updates on uh, what yeah, happened no. last night on Facts of Life. It. Um, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about Britney Spears, and we got to get the Cobra Gang together. Let's do it. Hmm. Whenever there's trouble, it's coming. I'm there Whenever in the double. There on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Girl. Brittany, what is going on with you in um, quarantine? Oh, COVID-ney. Mm. Mm. Okay, so we didn't get to talk about this story. There are a couple things we need to talk about. They mostly focus on center around who her man. Her man is Sam Asgari. Mm-hmm. They are in what I think is very safe to say a... Publationship. Publationship! Mm-hmm. What's a publationship, Kelly? It's a relationship for the purposes of publicity. And... We didn't really start to think of these two as like a publationship per se, but it became increasingly clear um, that these two were prop well and blind items. Let's be fair um, to Holly and Enti lawyers credit blind items have indicated that he's on the payroll. Oh, yeah. Right. So that and you can you just get that impression, right? Like his Instagram account is all about him. It's all about his projects, what he's working on. Like, it has nothing to do with like the organic life of Sam Asghari as the partner and um you know, journey sharer of Britney Spears, right? Mm-hmm. However, he shows up on her account as like that person right? for her. So he plays the part on her Instagram account, which I think is indicative of the fact that he plays that part in her life, a part for which he is remunerated with cold, hard cash. Mm, the green stuff. Well, now we have more proof of that, I think. And the proof is in the pudding. And the pudding in this particular case is uh, not jello, Oh, oh man, that would be really good right now. I know, but then Bill Cosby and oh, Kenny okay, well, anymore, so. see, we can't have nice oh, things. But her Instagram feed, mm-hmm. because if you go to her Instagram feed, which we have been obsessed with of late, right? Because we think she's being held hostage. Mm-hmm. There was a photo we didn't get to talk about this the other day from five days ago, where it's the two of them on a bike. Now, uh, th- they went on a bike ride like months ago. Exactly. But will you do me the flavor saver, Colleen, if you have access to the picture mm-hmm. of describing just briefly, and then I'll read the caption. Of the picture of yeah. them with their bikes? Yeah. Uh, yes, please give me un moment. Un momentito. Uh, this so is from five days ago. This is from five days ago, and Brittany and um, and the lovely Sam Asghari are on what looks to be either a driveway or maybe a uh, arbor-covered walkway. Yeah. Uh, on their cruiser bikes and looking very strong and healthy, smiling their megawatt smiles. Mm-hmm. It's very posed, very all American. 
Uh, he's got all of his rippling muscles out there just for show. Yeah. <laughs> just looking at Don't us. Don't be distracted. Sorry, what? Mm-hmm. Task at hand. Task they at look hand. happy. That's all. Right? It's just a very staged, yeah. like, we're on bikes. And right. then the headline or the captione says, I miss sunny bike riding days with this man. I feel like we've been quarantining for so long. Ugh, dear God, I have missed him. Ooh, that tells you something. Interesting, right? What does it tell us? That they are not together. Exactly. So while the picture, like for the person who's not paying attention to captions, you might think like, oh, look, they're on a bike together because we're all biking in this moment. You know, true. A lot of people are on bikes. Holly's on a bike. Um, So that seems believable. But then you read the caption, you're like, oh, for those of us paying close attention, we yeah. see they're not quarantining together. Oh, wait, that is curious to me, I think. Mm. Oh, yeah, because you would believe that they've been together so many years. You know, in most adult relationships, at that point in your relationship, especially if you're a celebrity, you might decide to quarantine together. Also, do you think Britney Spears has a nicer home than Sam Asghari? Yeah. Yeah, right? I think there's not a question. Although maybe... mm, Maybe he needed a gym and hers burned out. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, true story. Wow, too soon. What, I said it? Okay. Although not too soon because it was six months ago because mm-hmm. bitches ain't telling us the truth. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point is this: it's clear that they're, they're not apart. There are people hooking up with strangers to get some sex in this moment. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is people are doing worse for less. These two are not quarantining together, which says to me, like, there's no reason they shouldn't be quarantining together. Like, like even Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello are are shacked up together, and we believe that they're in a relationship, mm-hmm. and we just think they're smart. Like, they they knew this is going to be a while. Let's you know spend our time together. I don't know. Maybe they're doing it and stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Back to Brittany and Sam. This just means clearly they're not together. And I feel like in this moment, if you're not together, that tells a story. And the story is you don't want to be together. Right. So if. Remember also at the beginning of this year, where was Sam Asghari? And I know that's a leading question. If you don't know the answer, that's fine. Do you remember where he was at the beginning of this year with her? Very, um, very uh, Are we talking prominently. About a geographical place? Yeah, like there was a picture of them together at the beginning of this year that told a, uh, a story. And the story was that she was coming out of some sort of rehab experience. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he'd picked her up for like the day. So there was this whole whole photo shoot of like him being the guy helping her yeah. leave the thing and how important he is to her. So like they used him. Yeah. In that moment. Oh, yeah. But the guy who picks the one guy who picks you up at rehab or wherever you're like the the you know, touch up, whatever, clinic, program whatever she was in. She was at, yeah. He's the one. There was nobody else there in the shot. Yeah. Just him. But now in this moment where like, you know, relationships matter and we're relying on the people that are there for us. He's not there. Yeah. It's very bizarre. And also um, fake. Now, I believe you have because another... they also, by the way, use him all the time. The role he plays is to be the doting boyfriend, because every time she posts something, he is but minutes behind. Yeah, exactly. And then if you go to his page, by the way, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to see her anywhere. Well, you do see the the 
the fo- actually you do see the photo of them together for most recent but that mm. is unusual typically is. he does not post anything like if you just do a cursory scroll you got to scroll a long time till you see Britney Spears anyway I know you have another piece of evidence uh-huh. that uh, proves perhaps well this is just an interesting bizarre story so this was being reported first in Us Weekly I don't quite know exactly what this means or who planted it but we can do the work on it trying to decide where it came from Britney Spears apparently uh, told the probate investigator late last year that she wanted to have a baby with Sam Asghari. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yes. And she was considering that was one of the reasons why she was pushing back against the conservatorship. (sighs) Because the conservatorship is very against her growing a family with anybody, much less Sam Asghari. She can't keep a gym from burning down mm-hmm. in a home that she is not even in charge of. Yeah, this is according to um, a, an insider. I don't quite know where this came from exactly. But like I said, it was reported first in Us Weekly Boy. that she is wanting to have a baby with Sam Asghari. And she feels like she's better suited for parenting now than she was when she first had her other sons because she was in her 20s and now she's older and wiser. See, this is where I struggle because are they just trying to get us to believe that? That's what I, that's the thing is that's the the work that I feel like we need to oh, do on this. It's hard. Is who who is it that needs who is it that wants us to know that story and why? Yeah, cuz like with, you know, Amanda Bynes we talked about yesterday, it's clear by all accounts. There is no proof or evidence to the contrary that um, Amanda is totally fine and people are trying to keep her from spending her money. Yeah. With Britney, though, I think there's far more money at stake. I don't know. We got to keep an eye on this one, though, because I do think there's some work to be done to figure out who benefits from that story being leaked. Indeed. And now we have to go to Elizabeth Reese, who's going to leak all kinds of stories about Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The incomparable Elizabeth Reese has arrived and she's brought with her all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Is it a lot of dirt, Elizabeth? All sorts of stuff, yeah. Dirty. And I actually just went outside and watered the dirt in the garden, Ooh, too. Fun. So that's how I feel like I'm getting better prepared for my dirt alerts, is if I'm actually close to dirt. I, I like that. I do enjoy seeing <laughs> all your greenery. It's fun, huh? A lot of mm-hmm. people are gardening. Oh, I love it. Get it going. Um, okay, you guys. Adele posted um, a video for her 32nd birthday, and everyone's losing their minds about I her. Mm-hmm. Um, Chrissy Teigen said, I mean, are you kidding me? Rita Wilson says, happy birthday, Adele. Sending you so much love. Looking gorgeous. All sorts of celebs saying you look amazing. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, I mean, she has really, she's tiny. That's what everybody's commenting on. Yeah, that's the thing that I think is so, so sad. Like you guys. Okay. And like, it's, it's this idea that she deserves like a medal or something because of it. Like as one who has lost and gained and lost and gained and lost and gained in my life. Talk to me. It is the reality of when you are smaller, people tell you, you look good. Yes. Yes. And when you are not smaller, people don't say that as much. No. And now I can, I can relate in the sense that I have lost a bunch of weight at a given time. It's not even that they tell you, you look good. It's that they see you. Right, that's it. And and in the fact that you then have to realize that people are horrible because Mm -hmm. while at the one hand you want to be like, oh, thank you, and you make me feel good by seeing me, on the other hand, you're only seeing me because of this. And what happened to you six months ago when I I could have used a compliment? I feel Mm -hmm. so conflicted about all of it. Because at the same time, I also do think there there is truth to feeling like you know, if, if she looks very happy, so that's a positive, you know, if you look beyond anything. But um, there is some truth to feeling if you are at the weight that you feel good at, that's a good thing, right? It's, yeah, yes. it's a good thing for you, both yep. health wise and mentally, and you probably have more energy. So there's all of those things that come along with it. But at the same time, I think we overly skinny praise people. Yes, Ooh, for sure. Like you must have everything in your life together so well because you're skinny versus times in your life when you've been heavier then you you're a mess right yeah like oh you must be going through some stuff I oh really struggle. must i i know is the stuff you <laughs> oh i'm just saying like <laughs> again it's it, it's it's not even the judgment to me so much as like yeah that that take it for what it is and a lot of times people do mean nice things and you know you should take kindness wherever you can get it but the the realization that that kindness comes at a price is kind of disturbing if you you know you think about it for any length of time it's tough yeah it's i know i feel the same way i feel conflicted very conflicted um kevin spacey oh god <laughs> oh lord <laughs> you know he was um fired from his job on house of cards which was a good show for a oh, while so good um after he was hit with multiple sex assault allegations he said he can relate to people who've lost their jobs amid the coronavirus oh. pandemic So he did a podcast interview (laughs) and he said, I don't often like to tell people that I can relate to their situation because I think it undermines the experience that they may be having, which is their own unique and very personal experience. But in this instance, I feel as though I can relate to what it feels like to have your world suddenly stop. And so while we may have found ourselves in similar situations, albeit for very different reasons and circumstances, I still believe that some of the emotional struggles are very much the same. 
And he said, so I do have empathy for what it feels like to suddenly be told that you can't go back to work or that you might lose your job and that it's a situation Um, that you have absolutely no control over. I just would like to invite him to not insert himself in this story. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. He said, I don't think it will come as a surprise for anyone to say that my world completely changed in the fall of 2017. My job, many of my relationships, my standing in my own industry were all gone in just a matter of hours. You know, he's been accused by more than a dozen men of sexual misconduct. Um, Mm -hmm. There were charges in Massachusetts involving an 18-year-old man that were dropped last July, and then he settled a sexual assault lawsuit against him by an anonymous massage therapist in October. Um... There are what's difficult is when he says it feels like it's a situation you have absolutely no control over. A global pandemic is something that we don't have any control over. Kevin Spacey, um, your decisions, your decisions Mm -hmm. and your behavior was something that you had control over. And then you chose to not control the consequences of those. That is not also out of your control. Also. Even the consequences had a certain amount of control. He had a certain amount of control over the consequences, right? Like he had and a certain amount of privilege despite those consequences that he that other people can't relate to. For sure. And there's also a privilege in terms of saying, um, you know, I know what it feels like to be told that you can't go back to your job. Yeah. okay, maybe. But you also make millions of dollars for that job. Yeah. You made millions of dollars. So you could literally to go job. home, yeah. not do another thing the rest, the of, your rest life, of your life and be totally fine. Which a lot of people in the coronavirus pandemic who have been told that they can't go back to their jobs don't have millions of dollars sitting there. Yeah. That's why you just, you got to wonder why he thought doing a podcast in this moment was mm-hmm. a good idea. I know. It's sort of... Odd. I mean, I, you know, I do think he he attempted to articulate himself in a relatable way. Here's the problem, y'all. He doesn't need to be articulating himself. Yeah. Period. He doesn't, you know, he can, he, this is showing you that he does not have the ability to think about reality. Yeah. Because this was not, nobody needed to hear from him right now. Guys, Elon Musk and Grimes and the baby name. I just don't even know what to do with we it. Don't we either. don't either. Elizabeth I don't Reese. We don't know what to do with it. And so that's why I brought it up in a second when I knew the music. Was Good job. Smart yeah. move. I know. That's life, She's man. She's a pro. Thank you, Elizabeth Thanks, Reese. Bye. Have a great day. Hey, we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 12 30. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second Thank you for asking. We have Carly on the line. And what is Carly playing for? Carly is playing for one signature piece of this. My Talk 1071 merch. And that would be in the form of a t-shirt. Yay. Hey, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, milady? I sure am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. 
Issa Rae is the star and co-creator of what TV show? Issa, oh God. Um, Shadows of Sunset? No. Um, oh my God, skip. Natalie Wood was married twice to which actor? Robert Wagner. Who played Aunt Becky on Full House? Lori Laughlin. Who produced Michael Jackson's album Thriller? Clive Davis? No. No. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, another one. Oh. Think about Grammys. Grammys. Grammy party. Grammys. Grammy party. Oh, oh sorry. I'm so sorry you didn't get those uh, correct. And um, so you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's get to those questions she did not get correct. Okay, let's do that. Thanks. Issa Rae is the star, and I did, did I even say that right? Is the star and co-creator of? Insecure. Insecure. It's a comedy on Netflix. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> HBO. Is it a comedy, though? Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that. Okay. Um, who produced <laughs> Michael Jackson's album Thriller? That would be Quincy Jones. Not Vincent Price. What was the name of Jessica Simpson? He was in that member uh, at the end. Mm-hmm. Funk and Wrath of 40,000 Years. Yeah. What was the name of Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey's reality show? Newlyweds. Gosh, I love that show. That was a good show. Oh, oh so good. Uh, all right. Now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ah, another day, another crop of fresh celebrity gossip mysteries mm. to solve. Oh, dust us with that crop. <laughs> Our first blind item is horny. Oh, I like the horny ones. So please. You had a nickel for every time. <laughs> I used to say that a lot in my twenties. Mm-hmm. I like the horny I like ones. The horny ones. <laughs> please consider the following: this a literate toad fetish. Okay, you're Sorry. gross. No horny toad. Okay, go on. Got it. <laughs> this a literate a list singer has a really strange new fetish. According to multiple people who have hooked up with him on Grinder, he's really into food sex. Oh, sp- food isn't it called? Sex. I don't want to say the word because I feel like it could be dirty. But isn't there a word for that? I don't know. Food sex. Now, I will say that there is an uh, an accuracy portion of this blind item that if I change the blind item to be accurate, it would give away the answer right away, oh, probably. Okay. So, okay. just an illiterate A-list singer. Okay. And they have a really strange new fetish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam so Smith. An- what? Sam oh, Smith. Oh, good guess. Yes. Yeah. You. So Sam Smith. They have a really new strange you know what fetish. It, do you know what did it? You said they. Yeah. And exactly. I thought that yeah. is Sam Smith. That is Sam, oh, Sam Smith. Smam Smith. Smam Smith. Smam Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Food. Well, a porn. A, a porning. <laughs> a porning to the story. Yeah. Uh, so Sam Smith is on Grinder, and they're really into food sex. Can okay. I ask a question? Does mm. that mean he's like into sex with food? Or he's into food with sex. I feel like that's up to your imagination, Bradley Trainer. Like, is he putting whipped cream on your uh, kaka? Or is he, sh- they, sorry, oh God, I'm bad at this. You're gonna, you, are you corrected they, yourself. Are they like, I guess I just don't want to verbalize right now. So I'm going to sit back. <laughs> yeah, I'd be okay. careful about, you know, how far into the food sex realm we get. Mm-hmm. I say that most Because let's be honest. 
We all really like food. I, that is a perfectly good waste of food as far as mm, I'm concerned. I agree. Blinded by the item. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. This one, not so horny. Here we go. The name given at the hospital for the birth certificate is not the same name the one named singer and celebrity CEO have been pushing to deflect from the repeated emphasis on him having an affair with the A-list actress. What? Okay, okay, who's the A-list actress? Yeah, so the... it's Elon Musk and Grimes and their baby A12ARI. Yeah. But who's the A-list actress he's having an affair with? Ooh. Their Hold affair on. was public. Well, it was yeah. actually, I think, a relationship at one point. Yeah, no, it's all sounding very familiar oh. right now. I can't remember. Oh, oh. isn't it like, um, like not? It's not, but it's it's like a Kesha experience, but it's not a Kesha. No, it's not a Kesha. No, is it like an, Kesha it's adjacent. No, or it's an extra. It's an actress. Yeah. Oh, actress. Oh, oh, oh. Did you get it? I I vaguely yes, recall yes, this, yes, but I can't. Yes. Is it Get like to the a drawer? Is it like a um? Oh yes, no. Has she been in our studio? Bella Thorne. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. No, oh. this actress has a whole lot of drama in other parts of her life. Like what oh, kind of drama? Like a lot of heavy baggage concerning a former relationship. Oh, Amber Heard. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, I knew it. I knew the drawer was open somewhere. Thank so you. the name given at the hospital. For the birth certificate is not the same name that Grimes and Elon Musk have been pushing to deflect from the repeated emphasis on Elon Musk having an affair with Amber Heard. Mm. Could be another actress by all means. We don't know. Interesting. But, you know, she's got a lot of. uh, mm, She's She's got some stuff. She's She's dealing with some things. Yes. All right. Okay, let's do another one. Let's do another one. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. Once again, the illiterate former actress told an organization that was going to call her by her real name and not her title since she wasn't using it any longer to, of course, use her title. Meow and miracle. Yeah, always use her title. Mm, the Duchess. That organization would be Save With Stories mm. because on their Instagram post, of the adorable little video of Meghan Markle reading to little baby Archie. It says, read by Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex. Ah. But you're not supposed to use it. I mean, she says use it. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, the what's, queen says you off, can't use it. The queen's going to be all off with your head, everybody. Right? Mm. And she can do that. Right? Because she's the queen. She can put her in the Tower of London. Mm. It's been done before. Mm-hmm. Want another one? Yes, please. Okay, this is an old Hollywood blind item. Old Hollywood. That's right. Hollywood USA. Because people in Hollywood have always been dirty. Mm Mm-hmm. Dirty. Just like in this blind item. This A-list pint-sized actor used to run an acting school. Much like James Franco, he used it to find women to sleep with and would often ask them for money after they were hooked on the actor. He was always out of money. Oh, is um, it Gary like, Coleman? This is a pint-sized actor. Old Hollywood, Colleen. Oh, Old sorry. Hollywood. Well, you know. Um, I was I was <gasps> thinking Marlon Brando. <gasps> Mickey Rooney. Oh, good one. That does not surprise me. 
Mm-hmm. Well, he was always out of money. Yeah. And he was always into people. Ew. What? I just... Aren't there stories about him and ladies? Being into people? And he was of size. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. But, but you know, I think it's that thing where, like, he was really short, and things appear bigger uh, when it's in a smaller package. package. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks... You're like, Whoa! Like, in a small chocolate chip cookie, the chocolate chips look huge. Yes. But in a big <laughs> chocolate chip cookie... I love that analogy. They look smaller. Exactly. Right? Now we can all understand, yes. Yeah, I think... <laughs> Can you read it so that we can not sound so dirty? Illusions. (laughs) So Mickey Rooney used to run an acting school. And much like James Franco, Mickey Rooney used it to find women to sleep with and would often ask them for money after they were hooked on Mickey Rooney. And Mickey Rooney was always out of money because if you don't know, Mickey Rooney had many business schemes, including but not limited to... (laughs) What? Mickey Rooney's potato fantasy. (laughs) What is that? What? That was his family theme park. No, it was his family restaurant. Mickey Rooney's potato fantasy family restaurant. And I'm going to share the photograph of the suggestive potato fantasy that you could dine on with your whole family. Oh my God. That is so inappropriate. Wait, where is that? It's called the grand. I just Googled Mickey Rooney's (laughs) potato fantasy. Yep. Hold on. Because I got to see the potato yeah, fantasy. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Listen, I'm listen. If there's right... one thing I know about, it's a fantasy on air about potatoes. On air producing, right there. You can look at the link. Oh Colleen. my word! It no, looks like it looks that like that is a lady bit. Well, not even just the bit. It's, it's like the whole nine yards. The blossom. It's the whole flower. Yeah, you know. And maybe I'll put this up. It's called in my the Grand team. Royale for a dollar twenty nine. You get three full pounds for the potato lover in all of us. Mickey's Mickey Rooney's <laughs> potato fantasy is an actual fantasy. Mickey is very excited about his all new restaurant. What a great country where a fella can offer up hot spuds to whoever wants to eat them. Kapow! Oh, oh my gosh, are also, you serious? There's a whole list of Mickey Rooney's this business real? venture. Yes, a chain of 52 I'm 12 years old. Mickey's Weenie World. No. This is not real. Where he sold Mickey's Yankee Doodle Mac and Cheese. No. At Mickey's Weenie World. No. You guys. And if Fire Mickey's, Guts Potato Fantasy. If Mickey's Dozens Weenie injured. World was right next to Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy, I think we'd have a lot of little spuds running around. That's cute. I see what you did there. Dozens injured as Rooney escapes with cash register. This is not real. I'm for this. Dine in or take out. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are we are periodically checking in with wonderful partners in MyTalk 1071 to hear how they are adjusting to business during this time of pandemic. We're going to check in with somebody from Sheridan and Dulas. Deanne Dulas will be joining us after this on MyTalk 1071. Uh, I'm glad you're still open. Helping support our local businesses through the coronavirus crisis. We are open for business. This is open for business. Still open, yeah? Yeah. On My Talk 1071. Well, we've been checking in periodically with some of our wonderful partners here at My Talk 1071 to see how they're adjusting uh, during this time of pandemic and uh, during these stay at home orders. And you may recognize her from the mom show. Deanne Dulas is joining us from Sheridan and Dulas. Hi, Deanne. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. 
So these times, I mean, th- we need not even say it, right? These have been some really trying mm-hmm. times, and uh, people are already struggling with so many, um, so many yeah. things that we did not see coming. <laughs> um, yeah. How oh. how are you changing how you meet people's needs right now? Well, when this all started to happen, uh, you know, a couple of months ago now, we really worked hard to get ready to get creative about how we were working. And so we are uh, luckily one of those places who has been able to maintain just consistency with the work that we've provided while we're working remotely for folks. Uh, and uh, that has been really helpful, you know, to make, be able to meet the needs of our current clients and to talk to new people uh, and see how we can help them. Um, Deanne, how do you actually interact with clients? Has that changed? Uh, presumably you're doing most of it on the phone, I would imagine. But um, how specifically do you think um, sort of the workflow has changed and how you're interacting with, with your clients? Well, the workflow has not changed as much other than not being able to see people in the office. Mm. Right now, uh, the building is closed down, uh, but we still are able to take calls at our main number, uh, our uh Telephone uh, person, uh, Stacy is fantastic uh, and is able to get appointments scheduled and push calls through. So uh, we're, we're really in great shape with that. I wonder, Deanne, if you can kind of shed some light on um, what challenges people are facing, specifically, you know, when you when you're looking at family law, um, as we've been sure. challenged by staying at home. Um, for some people, there are many homes that they need to consider. There are many homes that they need to consider. And so some of the challenges really revolve around folks who have uh, children in common but are either going through the process of divorce or are already divorced, trying to figure out how to continue to abide by those court orders but being smart about how we're exchanging kids so that we're keeping everybody safe. Mm -hmm. Um, That's terribly challenging for people right now. Uh, Also in the area of family law, you know, when we're finding people confined to their homes and those stressors that may have been in place well before all of this happened are now being highlighted Mm -hmm. and really being um, exacerbated by the fact that we're all in the same place at the same time. Right. Yeah, I, I would imagine that, um, you know, your staff, in addition to just doing what they normally do, is also, you know, helping people through this process. And, you know, how how have they had to sort of change and adapt in their roles to, you know, better help their clients, even emotionally, I imagine, manage the, the changes and the stresses that they're being dealt? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, we are blessed to have the best people in the business working at our office and some brilliant attorneys. So we've really been taking our time to talk to new people over the phone, doing free consultations, and really helping them talk through in a safe and secure manner what those problems are so that we can best meet their needs during these very difficult times. You know, you at Sheridan and Dulas, you there's a number of different practice areas that you cover. Are there, you know, yeah. are there other places that maybe aren't as obvious to us on the outside um, where you're seeing a change in sort of how people are needing your services? 
Yeah, I I think that because we do a lot of different things at our firm, uh, we do primarily family law and criminal law, but we also do other things like powers of attorneys and wills uh, for folks who really need assistance while we're dealing with all of this uncertainty, Mm -hmm. uh, trying to make sure that there's somebody who is their go-to person if they're hospitalized, trying to have the paperwork in place if they are no longer able to handle their own finances, that they've got someone in place who's empowered to do that. And so we're really focused on trying to help people through that component of it. Um, From the criminal law practice, people are still being arrested, and because access to the courts has been so limited, uh, we're still working to make sure that those folks are being treated fairly. Uh, and can get out of jail when they need to get out of jail and talk to a lawyer when they need to talk to a lawyer. Um, and then families in crisis. I mean, lots of folks get divorced during this, uh, during just normal times, right. uh, because of stresses on their finances. And now that is just so heightened. Uh, it's, it's hard to imagine, uh, a more difficult time for families just trying to make it when all of these things are converging. Absolutely. You know, it's so interesting because there are some people for whom their their um, workflow has changed drastically due to this, uh, meaning maybe it's been reduced. It sounds like you're not only operating on all cylinders, you're finding new and, and uh, different challenges to navigate. And so um, it, it is good to hear that you at Sheridan and Dulas are here and ready to, to help creatively and uh, really address all of the things Things that you've been addressing all along. Yeah, and again, that was through the work of, of a lot of our staff uh, and the uh, associate attorneys that we have to make sure that we were in place to be able to do this and meet the needs of our current clients and, and new people coming in. That's that's always been the focus of our firm is helping people and being there for what they need. Uh, and we weren't going to let that stop even with a global pandemic. So, Deanne, if I've been sitting here listening and I'm like, oof, you know, I've got some questions. I'm not quite sure um, how to do this and like what the procedure is now or if I need to actually move uh, forward with something. How what's the easiest way to get in touch with Sheridan and Dulas? The easiest way to get in touch with us is to call our mainline number, which is 651-686-8800, or you can go to our website which is ssdpa.com. Uh, we have links to be able to uh, do contact forms that way if it's easier for you to send an email as opposed to make a phone call. For folks in family law, that's particularly helpful. Uh, may not want to have somebody overhear that telephone conversation. So uh, we are available to help people through either way. Thank you so much, Deanne Dulas, for joining us today on the Colleen Thank and Bradley you for Show. Me. Take good care and be well, okay? Yeah, you too. Stay healthy. You too. Thanks, Thank Deanne. you, Deanne. Uh, that was Deanne Dulas. And again, uh, we are just thanking uh, our partners here at My Talk 1071 and letting you know how they are still open for business. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, um, we kind of have a little bone to pick with our boss, mm-hmm. and we need to get something that everybody else has and it's called a theme song and we're going to deal with that after this on my talk 1071 have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply you can start getting paid right away and work close to home applying is easy you don't even need an interview 
So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.